0: on the plane so i'm really not in the mood to talk to anyone okay like for how big of an extrovert i am flying as you know is like no
1: yeah it's not your conversation time no that's not your no
0: this is not time for us to make lifelong friendships right that's
1: when you become an introvert for the one little
0: i think i'm more of an introvert than introverts because i think introverts are probably so um i'm making a huge judgment here but I, I bet introverts are so concerned about um looking standoffish uh-huh. that they probably engage more than i even yeah, do because, they because they're probably see. like yeah. someone says hi your you're first time here coming right. or going and they're right. probably like yeah whereas i'm like uh-huh yeah. and like slowly at the same time putting my headphones would be on. interesting
1: if someone saw you at the food court and you're, like, half a beer. or you're bobbing and weaving, like, being an extrovert, That on the plane you're like, whatever, dude.
0: Like, no, I'm not. It's but, from uh, the minute I get in the airport. Yeah. So I the don't.
1: airport in general just shuts uh-huh.
0: down the extroversion. Okay. So anyway, so I, that, it's that kind of situation. So I uh-huh. have my headphones in, getting on the plane. Like, right. I'm like, we're not. We're not here to it's make over. friends. Yeah. I get to my seat, and there's already an old woman sitting next to me. And in the, in the aisle, so we have to interact a little bit. Uh-huh. By the way, I don't want to throw this out there. I don't know if it affects the story, but I'm flying Delta, mm-hmm. which sucks.
1: Delta sucks. They anyway. drag that guy off the plane. And the else, only yeah.
0: thing that maybe affects the story about me flying Delta is there was it was not a 3 and 3 situation. So we were the only two okay. in our side. Gotcha. I sit down, and I'm about to put on the headphones because they've just kind of gotten jostled from me putting my bag up and everything and the woman sit, like touches me leans over and is, says before you put your headphones on I just wanted to ask when we get off the plane when we land can you help me take my bag down because it, it's kind of heavy and I have a hard time to do it and I'm like yeah of course and then I turned, and I'm like did she listen to my podcast? <laughs> because i greatly appreciate this preparation right now like she let's 100%. let's yeah 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 honey let's do this let's get out let's of this, get this plane, plane. get off this plane yeah so anyways i then put on my headphones and uh-huh. like go i mean right we go to sleep like we don't have we don't interact the rest of the plane sh- right introvert time at yeah. some point a flight attendant comes by and says do you want me to help with your bags and she's like oh no i found this woman um so i'm like oh yeah like yeah. she's not she's not linking my change right. she definitely yeah. is gonna need help with the bags <laughs> So anyway, so now we're landing. And I'm like she's looking at me, I'm looking at her. I'm like, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. We got yeah. it. <laughs>
1: and I'm
0: ready. And uh yeah, it's it's our turn. We are ready. She's up, I'm up. I get the first bag down. She's starting to, like, situate herself. I get the second bag down and sit it in the seat because she's putting um, the magazine she's reading in the uh-huh. bag. Okay. And she's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm rushing. And I'm like, no, I'm good. And she was like, oh, you're you're good, but the people behind you aren't. And I look behind me, and I was like, yeah, no, they're ready. Yeah. And she's <laughs> like, uh, but, but, of course, they, too, were like, no, we're good because they heard this all right. exchanged earlier. Uh-huh. But, um, but now she's got the bag, and I got her other bag. She's got her rolling bag. Yeah. And I have the strap bag or whatever. And we're walking. And we're cruising. And one thing she says when we get halted is, by the way, you." I was looking at your profile, which, you know, of course, my immediate next thought was, you're watching me sleep. We'll go over that in a minute. Right. Hashtag me too. But uh, she was like, and you're, you're beautiful. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was okay. like, well, that's like, thank, thank you. Man, that's I nice. Turn around. Us, Let's keep going. But thank you. <laughs> like, yeah, but thank you. This is not worth stop. And then. And then we're getting um again about to walk off but there's another older person in front of her so that's Mm -hmm. what halts us again and i'm like oh is someone are you going to need help carry both these when like we we part again i'm always prepping Mm -hmm. and she's like oh no no i'll be good when i get off like they have a wheelchair for me and, and all this stuff and i and i was like oh and you can put this bag on top of your rolly bag yeah and she was like yeah i'll just like lay it like this and I'm like, no, because her bag, like most bags these days, has a strap right. so that you can right, clip it, slide it mm-hmm. on to the bars. Yeah. So I do that for her. Oh, my God. You would have thought I turned water into wine right in front of this woman. You're a miracle worker. And it was the best feeling. What
1: are you going to do? Paul? She was seriously.
0: Yeah. Like, it was she. She was like, you're a genius. Yeah. She was like, bless your heart. You were, you were, you were, this woman, she was telling the flight attendants, look, she's a genius, the saint of a woman. Look at what she's done. Like, I was just glowing. Um, and so, I don't know, I was kind of, I saw some emails before I got off the plane that had obviously come in while I was flying. They were starting to take me off. And she just just brighten my day yeah. and turn my mood around and anyway i want to i want to get get into the show we'll talk about this later but welcome back everyone uh this yeah. this was on my mind because we've got so many thoughts so much feedback on so much. the plane stuff so everyone
1: yeah so many things i know but
0: um, uh, so welcome to i see it differently i'm your host kristen pelker
1: and i'm your host zach pelker
0: so thanks for tuning back in
1: episode three yeah so anyway uh that's funny that that happened to you. I, I was, was just like,
0: if we could all see the world as this woman well, sees me using her bag as it's yeah. intended to be used, well, what joy. It was great. Well, be, paid, what joy.
1: It was great because I uh, picked Kristen up at the airport because you know, I'm a great husband or whatever. Totally. But uh, anyway, I so she gets to the car and she goes, something really funny happened on the plane, but I can't tell you because I want to talk about it in the podcast. And I'm like... Well, here's kind of our relationship now. We're going to talk a lot on the podcast, but we got to save good material. But now that you tell that story, it is really funny. And I wonder, like, if you're someone who has self-esteem issues, you're a younger person, maybe you should just, like, help old people with stuff because they will be so grateful. Like, go home, set up their email for them. Like... Do some other stuff. Get, reset their router. I bet that you would really get a lot of positive feedback. And you reset
0: your router seems hard. And again, I just literally used a bag as it was intended to be used.
1: You clipped a bag in, and you changed this woman's life forever. I mean,
0: the comp, the like shower of compliments. Yeah was amazing. How
1: do you think she would, like, tell her kids or friends or whoever she... I'm like, expecting out a letter. Like, we exchanged numbers. She's probably like... I'm this like, be- you can hang out with she's me She's probably like this beautiful woman. Because she did say you were beautiful, yeah, too, and great. you kind of brushed by that. This beautiful woman it showed beautiful. me the newest in, like, modern technology I was for my just, luggage. I just... And changed and the game. It was it was lovely. You changed her life. You it was amazing.
0: Um, I was just like, I I need to... I need to see the world through your lens, honey, because this is, this is awesome. And I think
1: that's a good point. If everyone can see the way this woman saw Kristen So her let's anyway.
0: go to um, our first and favorite topic. Okay. On to talking about STL.
1: St. Louis, yeah. Let's do it.
0: And one thing that we like to talk about often with St. Louis that we uh-huh. talk to people about is favorite restaurants, favorite food. I think we have a good food scene. I Probably think- too good.
1: It's fantastic. It's been rated, Yelp rated at number two, Food and Wine magazine number four in the country. So we're making a mark, and it's really exciting. And a lot of really good food here.
0: Yeah. If you're and not from
1: St. Louis. I
0: feel not, like whenever friends come in town, town, they're just like, I just ate a lot. Like, I yeah. feel like we take people And I think
1: some people. people don't understand how good it is, and they come and they try the food, and it, it impresses. It's really good. But when you so, say understand
0: how good it is, do you – Is this is a – when you travel, are you trying to just – Eat your way through
1: oh, your yeah, trip, 100%. Okay. I'm trying to eat as much good food as I can, and especially if there's like a regional thing. Like I went to Philadelphia for like three days and had nine different cheesesteaks or something. So I'm definitely trying to like get the local flair, and I'm trying to eat as much as I can for sure. Okay. Yeah. I take it you don't do that. That's no. not your primary objective when you visit a city. No. It's you not. were in Minnesota having juicy Lucy's and testing the local food scene i guess not based on the way you're looking at me so
0: so do you want to talk about because you have a lot of food thoughts yeah i
1: have a lot and my i think our favorite food maybe collectively is sandwiches and we serve sandwiches at our wedding we love sandwiches and the st louis sandwich scene is just so good and i just wanted to like brag on it for a second i went to union loafers on wednesday had the roast beef one of the absolutely best sandwiches you could probably get 8, 10, 12 sandwich shops here that are just as good as I've ever had anywhere in the country. When I'm traveling and trying to eat my way through, and I just you know wanted to talk about Kristen. What's your favorite then, sandwich, then do it, or what's then do it. yeah, what's just a local go. sandwich spot that you like?
0: My favorite, yeah. One? It depends on the kind of sandwich, but I do really like Blue City Deli mm-hmm. a lot.
1: Yeah, it's
0: close to our house. It is. Union Loafers is really good too. Yeah, Union Loafers, but it's is a different really kind good. of sandwich. Yeah,
1: Union Loafers is a bakery, so the bread there really stands out. It's really like. Obviously, fresh made and, and the best bread probably you can have in the world. Obviously, my favorite sandwich is the Joya's Hot Salami, and they just follow me on Twitter. So shout out. Also like to give a shout out to my boy, Whiskey Soba, for hooking that up. But uh, yeah, Joya's is number one, but Blue City is right up there. Uh, Union Loafers, Adriana's, there's a lot of really great sandwich And a lot of variety of sandwiches. You can get the Italian sub, you can get like your classic deli sandwiches, pastrami, turkey, like all the staples. So it's just a really strong sandwich market. And when I lived in Chicago, I couldn't get anything like the sandwich in here. It just wasn't the same. So I think it's probably more unique than the people who live here understand.
0: Personally, I always knew I loved sandwiches. Mm -hmm. It's just top food. It's just top-notch food. But you to that, but I've also lived in other cities. I don't know that I thought i don't think i thought about other sandwiches in other cities because i can be pretty simple with the sandwich like i right i feel like i make a good sandwich you
1: do you make a strong turkey uh turkey sandwich for
0: sure. i don't make the same sandwich all the time well, but right. I, mean, I feel like i can make a good so sandwich basic, right? um yeah. so that's why i don't know if i thought about that but yeah maybe that's like more unique in other cities so maybe that's why it's a top yeah, thought process of ours i think
1: i like a lot some different sandwiches some hot beef or some some italian Hot salami stuff like that. That is very unique, and I just think we ha- we have a wine. It's, okay, which part's
0: unique? The hot salami, because the kind of sandwich you like is not unique. You literally just like a bunch of meat between a bun. Well, yeah, like, that's not. Unique. That's what a
1: sandwich is, it's a bunch of meat between a bun for me. Now, like for you, you might like or for a, like a lot a of simpler. people, you well, just you like, you're, you're, you're like for
0: you, a sandwich is going to be a winner. Just it has a bunch of meat. Like, that's, that's not it.
1: necessarily true. A bunch of good meat, yeah, that's gonna be I feel like how is
0: how is how is what you said different?
1: I feel like I like a hot sandwich and I feel like I like one with like yeah, yeah, a unique how meat is what weight. you're
0: saying different than what I'm saying? <laughs> like what <laughs> I feel like it's how a little
1: like, different like you are you're using using different. More I don't know. Words, I feel like it's a little just different. Because
0: you're using more words, I feel like they are unique. Are you could say, say like it's all meat on like meat, but I feel like it's
1: I feel like it's unique. I don't know. Maybe I'm overselling it, but a hundred percent. Well, that's in my personality type, but
0: to hyperbolize? Yeah. Yes, you are. Yeah, I am. Um,
1: so the St. Louis sandwiches are the best ever. That'd be maybe hyperbolizing. Anyway.
0: But with that being said, you've mm-hmm. only listed like two places.
1: No. no, Union Loafers, Blue City, Adriana's, Joya's, keep it up. Uh, Gramophone, Ninth Street, Gramophone
0: Downey. has really good sandwiches. Uh-huh. In the Grove, you haven't been like... And you want to really talk really about
1: places. unique and a wide variety? Their menu's huge. You know what? They have so you many different what? kinds of sandwiches.
0: You know what's a little... Life hack pro tip that I'm going to give for all the listeners. chop it on them. This is what a true sandwich condo store does. Breadco. Panera for you slugs on St. Louis, but Breadco. You pick two. Uh Uh-huh. You can do a you pick two. Get two halves of two different sandwiches. (laughs) Boom! That is the sandwich
1: knowledge, yeah. So you, we slice our bagels right here in St. Louis, and we get two halves of yeah, two yeah, sandwiches, yeah, yeah. and uh, are you pick two. You're like,
0: ah, I don't know if I want a yeah. bacon turkey bravo, or do I want the chicken salad? You don't have to choose. Yeah. You pick get two, both. two different Sammies, you can do that. Does Your the U Pick um,
1: 2 can you get any sandwich off the menu or is it just particular sandwiches? Have you never done a U Pick 2. I really don't get the U Pick 2. Yeah, you can get any sandwich because I didn't know you could combine sandwiches. I would get a lot more. Exactly. I, was like, I don't exactly. want I was like I don't want a salad. I want a salad guy. Yeah. No. no. Yeah. The mac and cheese is also really good. The mac really and good, cheese though. is very good. It's very good, yeah.
0: but uh Half a
1: sandwich just doesn't do it, but if you get two halves of sandwiches to make a whole sandwich, now you're now you're cooking. I
0: know, yeah. I know. So I'm gonna you start doing do that. It.
1: I'm gonna start doing that. Yeah, I got a Cuban from there recently, and it was good. But I'm like, the second half, I'm like, maybe I want something different. I would, I would mix and match for I sure. Know.
0: Pro tip. Hey, hey, you just changed my with, life. St- stick with me, kid. You'll learn all about the secret menu. <laughs> Next episode, Taco Bell, secret 18,
1: menu. Oh, well, we don't even Even if they just continue a whole it, episode. they got the ingredients yeah. to make it. That anyway, all right. That is the whole
0: episode. Okay. And we'll wrap. Uh, so that's our wrap-up on this edition, St. Louis food. We can yeah. honestly talk about St. Louis food for days, we but we'll we'll stick it to just sandwiches. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> or yeah, we'll any, any, anything else we'll Anything else wrap-up? Nope. Wrap nope. I, I love sandwiches.
1: Food. We'll move on.
0: Life tip. All right. So, going back to, oh, my gosh, this is really funny. I have to say it because it's very relevant. Uh, My coworker who lives in Omaha, who Uh you talked to about Runza, she Uh literally just texted me and said, I had a Runza at the game today, and it was instant regret. I feel like I'm going to (laughs) vomit. So, I don't don't know. So, she's not advertising it.
1: I don't know if, I guess I should, we don't need any more context than that, but, yeah, Runza, anyway.
0: It's apparently a sandwich place in Omaha that you asked about. I've never had. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, so... Now, mm-hmm. Hey, Omaha, you get out of the sandwich game. <laughs> yeah, Go <well>. to Co. <laughs> yeah. All right. so <laughs> Panera. Panera
1: there. Losers. Now to
0: our uh, segment called uh-huh. Battle of the Sexes. Yeah. Yeah, this is a topic where Zach and I see it differently, and we think it's based on gender lines and not necessarily because we're abiding by the stereotype of Often how we should be to to on its head,
1: and I'm acting like the stereotypical female, which just shows stereotypes, get rid of them. But anyway.
0: Yeah. Move on. Treat it's everyone, 2019. Treat, treat, treat everyone like an open yeah. book. Gender. You yeah. never know where you're gonna get, and you're gonna have a lot of confusion. But anyway, that um, just blew
1: my mind. <laughs> I don't know what to say.
0: So, um, we realized this. I, I realized. this. I was talking to you a weekend where I'm out of town, and you're left to your own means. Uh-huh. Versus, I'm you're out of town, and I'm left to my own means. Yeah. We just handle it so differently. We do. I. When you're gone, I'm like, oh great! Like, oh great! He's this gone. is my opportunity. Oh, yeah, this is my opportunity to live my best life. I go to the gym. I usually go there longer. Like, uh-huh. I might do a intense workout and then stay and do a yoga because I don't have to worry about getting back to anyone, So I'll do that. <laughs> I will go to all the healthy restaurants I like to eat during the week, but you won't go to with me because the portions aren't big enough. Because mm-hmm. yes, you will criticize a restaurant just because of portion. i'm like didn't it taste good though and you'll be like but it's too small so i don't I know. I don't think it's good it. i'm not gonna tell people about it <laughs> if i'm still hungry it doesn't matter and then um so then i i don't know what else would i say i would do i would say that i also spend time with my parents honestly i feel like they're a good time i have fun with them and then i might do some work so that's yeah. how i spend it, time for you, you for right you, time. it's
1: almost like a, yeah, for you, it's almost like a wellness retreat.
0: if like you're really going is.
1: to the spa. I drink like, way more water. Yeah. Like, I could just see you like laying back in a robe with like some cucumbers on your eyes. Yeah. Too. Just, I mean, like, it's really get my nails done. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. just like yeah. it's just like, oh, this is my it time. It almost sounds like you're happy This is my time to shine. It almost sounds like you're happier.
0: I'm, I'm not I'm happier, like. but I'm not going to lie. Like when I was in Minnesota on a room uh-huh. retreat, getting a king size bed to mess so. up. <laughs> Ooh, baby. Anyway, though. Yeah. That's, As opposed to, like what do you do, weekend. dear, when
1: you... <laughs> so when Kristen leaves, Kristen, when you leave for the weekend, I just, I fall apart. I come off the rails. I eat things that are just terrible for me from the second you leave to the second you come back. I, dr- you're I drink making too it, much. You're I are watch- it seem like... Follow up the rails as if sucking.
0: you don't know how to eat without me. When really you were you plan in advance. You're like, oh, oh yeah. I'm gonna get a slinger oh, yeah. every day. I'm literally, I'm literally I'm get like sandwich on sandwich with meat like, on meat, hot so on hot. here's what usually
1: happens if it's a weekend. She's out of town. It's Friday. I get off work. About two years ago, that used to be. Let's start. Flow in the beers and go out, but like now I'm too old to go out two nights in a row for the most part. So I'm like oh, Friday. I'm I mean, off like work. what did you do? You're like, so like Friday. I'm off work. I'm driving home. I'm like, what do I want? I always want food that Kristen won't eat. So for me, that's either like fried chicken. Or uh Chinese food. Yeah. So I'm like, what terrible hole in the wall Chinese place do I want to go to? What fat what uh fried chicken or fast food place do I want to go to? Friday I go home, I get that. I eat a bunch of that. Now that it's college football season, I'm watching college football before it's probably some uh some this show or something she didn't want to watch. No, this is Friday. Friday night they have games too. And I'm watching that and I'm falling asleep on the couch with crumbs all over me. Then I'm waking up on Saturday. I will like go to the gym to like trick myself that I'm doing something and I'm feeling better. So you have
0: something to say when exactly. I call? Exactly.
1: So like, what do you do? Oh, I did go to the gym. I did. <laughs> Maybe I just hit the steam room. Maybe I just like laid on a I don't bench. Know how and to I do But I was at the gym and I room. had to shower because I was at the gym. Then. I'm doing something. You know, I'm drinking beer. I'm watching sports. I'm hanging out with the guys. I'm burping. I'm like eating more terrible food. If I got fried chicken before, then I'm getting Chinese food. Vice versa. I'm doing whatever. I'm coming home. I'm staying out late. I'm not getting enough sleep. I'm feeling terrible on Sunday. So you come home and you're like, yeah, let's hang out. Like, yeah, I'm back home. I'm so excited. I'm like, I'm literally dying because I've done nothing but eating terrible food. Our bathrooms destroyed. I feel killing terrible. Myself fully. I'm killing myself without you. I'm a shell of a person who wants to like to just falls apart and like Yeah, that's it. That's exactly my weekend when you're gone. And like other guys have like video game habits, so we'll talk to our friends a little bit. I just literally sat at home and drank beer and played video games. I don't have that. So I'm either like going bowling bowling all day and drinking or going to the casino or doing something else terrible. I'm going to the bar all day and I'm just drinking bush beer and watching sports and falling apart.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's do your thing.
1: Yeah. Do you? It's just funny, so when I'm gone, you're like, this is my chance to like reset my body. I
0: feel like this is my chance to be my best self, yeah, <laughs> does that sound like you are holding me back a little bit?
1: yeah, yeah, so you're saying that if you weren't married to me, you would be healthier, like and better, Fitter. thinner, get better sleep, yeah, yeah, sleep more, yeah, no, I no just take get better care of sleep. Your, like, I just get body sleep. more like get more massages and do all that yeah. kind of thing, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I would be—I I would and again, be 500 this is where, pounds and uh, fall apart.
0: That's a whole—that's a whole nother. Yeah. And again, I, I think it's different against gender lines. I'm—we're hugely stereotyping, but whatever. Yeah. I think it's different against gender lines because on those weekends, like maybe you're out of town with a bunch of the husbands or boyfriends yeah. of our group of friends. I'm seeing my girls at the gym. Yeah. I'm seeing them at the new yeah. place. I'm like, so we're, like we're like, yeah, girl, I see you. Take it. Live your best life. Like, I, we're doing the same thing. So, so
1: the funny thing is, well, if she's go, if Kristen's going out of town, Chris, if you're going out of town with like four or five of our friends and their wives or girlfriends or whatever, then like we're all getting together. And it's funny to see this group of guys who are all in their 30s now, like how much they could still hang. Because I told you Friday's pretty much off the table for me now if I'm not out of town, if I'm in town. Sometimes that's not true, but for the most part. But, like, let's say five or six of us get together Saturday at the bar to watch, and, like, as it goes, like, 6 p.m., one guy goes, oh, I got to go home and check out check up my mom oh my dog I'll see you later never see that guy again. and then like 8 o'clock after we eat dinner it's like oh I'm just not feeling good like I need to go change my clothes like that guy's gone and then at the end it's me and one other guy I won't say his name but it's always just the two of us who are sitting there at the casino at whatever courtesy diner it's one or two in the morning and like everyone else is like they wanted to live that life but they're not capable of doing it still and like we're the only ones who are for like one night only mind you I was about and to say like,
0: you are using the word capable so loosely. Okay. Not
1: capable, but if like <laughs> have convinced themselves that they could still do it and yeah, fall apart for yeah, sure. No, I do. remember one Sunday, I'd gone out Friday and Saturday. This was like a year ago, so I was in the stage where I can maybe still pull that off. Not sure And it was happened. a Sunday, and I told you I'd go to the grocery store before you came back. And I was in the grocery store at like 11 a.m. or noon on a Sunday, just like falling apart, like buying spinach. And this people were just judging me. The
0: funniest just, thing about you know, the Sunday possible task that I've asked you to complete is I always know you haven't completed them when you get so concerned by how close I am to coming home. It's especially oh, true oh, wait, oh, when's your flight again? Oh, okay. when do you think you're going to head the road? Yeah. How far away is it again? Like when you get, when you, when you seem so concerned, that's when I know, okay, he's done nothing. Yeah. And he's now not going to do it he is now doing the math in his head for how long he can wait 100%. and at least when i get back be out in the world doing it you're not even trying to have it finished by the time home. I you just want to at least progress. when i'm home yeah to be like if you're like I am out, if you're like to to
1: clean deal. the floors or something so swiffer you, the floors if
0: what's you, what's you
1: tell me like can you clean swiffer the, the floors the floor, before yeah. i come back and let's say you're in Chicago. And this is what I don't like. Because if it's me and I'm driving back from Chicago, I'm not leaving before t- 11, maybe 10 the next day. Because I'm going out and I'm just not going to feel good. We get it. You like, party. And that's not what I'm trying to say. But you like can do that. And you can get up at like 8 a.m. and be like, I'm hitting the road. So what I hate is I get the text... At seven thirty, eight o'clock. Oh, I'm hitting the road. I'm like, okay, well, I got four hours now. Now at noon, and that means when you walk in the door at twelve fifteen, I'm Swiffer. The floor is like, oh hey, like you know, trying oh, to act hey, like it's up? like I didn't have forty-eight yeah. hours to do it. Yeah. Oh
0: hey, oh hey, babe. Yeah. I did this on Friday, but you know, just yeah. went over. I just wanted more. to do an just extra coat before you, yeah, in.
1: before you got home. I realized you'd be coming in right now. But
0: you know what? I've got. I've gotten. I don't. I don't expect a lot of you. I've gotten used to it now. It just is what it is. The best, which will. I think we should post your blog. I think it's one of your funnier blogs. Was I was out of town back to back weekends. One was for work, and one was for something else. So because of that, I was like, "These are four things I need you to get done." I'm gonna be back in town in between this time. For just a couple of days. So don't, don't like overwhelm yourself. Pace yeah. yourself. Yeah, you have really two weeks to get these things done. Right, and they were not, like. Clean the gutters. Yeah, they was, were not like.
1: I had to change two things. light bulbs. It was
0: change a light bulb. Figure out how to program the was thermostat. Like, it, was, it was, yeah, program the thermostat. Yeah. And like maybe one of them was like call to set up a time to program the thermostat. I mean, they were very <laughs> basic, easy things. Yeah. So came home from first weekend. I remember changing light bulbs was a big one. Yeah, I remember that because, yeah. yeah, came home from first weekend. Again, if you had, you should read the blog, I swear but came home from first weekend and you were like, I've done nothing. And I was like, you know, that's on me. I yeah. said, pace yourself. And I'm only gonna be in this dumpster of a place that we call a home together for two days. House be honest. And <laughs> it, when you're when I'm, gone, yeah. when I'm gone it becomes one. When I'm gone it becomes one. And then I left again and I just remember yeah, I remember the text and I was like, you know, this is this is a real growing point for me. Because I said the words and you know, while while you were frantically like, What do I do? How do I explain it, try to calm down? I in the meantime was like, you know, just this is what delegating is. Yeah. When you put that stuff out in the world, you gotta accept how it comes back. Yeah. And it's uh it's gonna to be be okay. It's gonna be okay.
1: Three fourths of the things got done, I think, between the two weekends. Anyway, so um,
0: I am blankly staring. The <laughs> you sack can hear that? Artist. I'm just blankly
1: staring. The com, by the way, if you want to read the blog. But yeah, I basically laid on end. our couch for. 36 hours straight. Watched multiple Fire Fest documentaries. Yes, you watched You watch But did not change multiple time. light bulbs. Yes, did
0: but not. you can tell me all about yeah. ja, ja Rule's involvement and right. in a fake festival ordered, ordered from, <laughs> from Postmates. various angles. Yeah. Ordered <laughs> from
1: Postmates multiple times, which I might have to leave Postmates, but that's a different discussion. Ordered from Postmates multiple times, did not change multiple light bulbs. I can tell you that.
0: Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, so yeah. So this is what. I, so we're. This is what we're seeing differently. Yeah. Between us So if you, let us know, yeah, yeah, if yeah, if you have are, a couple, is that the doing? way? Maybe when
1: there are couples where the woman's like tearing her body apart when the guy's gone. You know, and it's the other way around. With uh, the yeah.
0: The I remember one time. One time, you were gone, and I happened to have a one night slash one day only bachelorette while you were gone. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was. The energy of the bachelorette, or if it was me knowing that you were going to town, but I did. I like morphed into you yeah. and just found myself like getting White Castle, yeah. At like which Kristen morning. does not like White I Castle, I think it's trash. I do.
1: it's my like that one if of you've my seen, favorite foods in the that, world.
0: Um, who's that guy that does the Hot Pockets?
1: Uh, Jim Caffey, if
0: you've seen Jim Caffey and the Hot Pockets get like. That is what I think of White Castle. Like, it's like, oh, thank you for this bag. I'm just going to throw it in the toilet now and just save that middle step of ingesting it is how I feel about White Castle. And you're,
1: you're skipping the best step of a White Castle.
0: And, uh, skipping the best step. And, yeah, I still... You, you still don't let me live that down. That yeah, was brutal. that was really funny. Yeah, That was a good one. I know. But, oh, you know, I'm mature beyond that. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Ding, ding, ding. All right. Wrapping this up. Wrapping up the sexes. <laughs> <laughs> um i just laughing to get that thing that my dad said. Um, so, going on to our next segment we have, we wanted to talk about um, the book review. Because mm-hmm. we did not do that last time. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know if you had not finished one or what. but um, yeah, I didn't you, have but one you, queued up for whatever reason. Yeah, but yeah. You, had, you have now. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so, and I, and I, and, And per usual, ladies and gentlemen, while I consider myself an educated person, and you will recognize the name of this book, can't tell you a damn thing about it.
1: So, uh, the book I most recently finished—it is a very famous novel, and it's called *A Confederacy of Dunces*. Mm -hmm. So, *A Confederacy of Dunces*. What do you think it's about?
0: Okay, my first answer Mm -hmm. is—is it? It's about some. Morads in the Confederate Army Civil War take okay. My second one is Maybe it's just talking about People who are I keep thinking of Dunscap. Maybe that's wrong, but my second one is It's a book just about like Idiots, I don't know uh-huh. and maybe okay. it's one of those like because I know I I do know it's an old book. hmm so maybe it's like a satirical kind of kind of thing a uh, Who's a a Voltaire? Okay. Novel, if you will. Okay. Um, and then the third option is um, that it is maybe st- I'll still say it's about intelligence, but maybe it's a, you know, the Daniel Peak or Malcolm Gladwell variety where we're going to tell you about your brain and what makes some people smarter than other people.
1: OK. All
0: so right. what is it about?
1: So it is kind of about it is satirical.
0: Boom! Gosh, so, I just on fire! A hair. lot of people
1: consider it to be one of the funniest novels ever written.
0: Okay, it tell is me all the jokes.
1: It's not really a joke. It's not funny. Right. It is also about morons, or more particular, a moron. Mm-hmm. Um, a guy named Ignatius, who Oh, is, yeah. yeah. Is that where that name's from? Ignatius that from that name. There are is before him, but Ignatius Riley. <laughs> you mean it's
0: like society? Or? <laughs> yes.
1: Ignatius Riley, he is a gigantic moron, a well-educated gigantic moron. I don't even know
0: what that means, that's oxymoron.
1: He went to college and has a graduate degree, and yet his common sense
0: is dumb. Okay, okay. And he's really he lazy, he's sense. a
1: slob, he's huge, he's fat, and that he spits sense. everywhere, he can't eat. All this stuff, but he. By uses, the way,
0: some of this stuff does not necessarily mean you're not intelligent.
1: I agree, but I'm just trying to develop a picture of the character.
0: Mm, thank you.
1: And he uses these giant words. He has a huge vocabulary. I had to look up a word a page where he used a word I had no idea. Maybe what it Maybe
0: that's why you weren't done with it. Yeah. Yeah. Just because you it usually yeah you're It did
1: take me a long time to read it because of that. That was a yeah. reason. Um, But it's very funny, but it's basically about him, his life. He lives with his mother. He has this semi-girlfriend who left and went to New York City. His mother starts dating this guy. His father's dead. There's all these subplots. Uh, He worked for this company that made pants that he kind of tried to take down. He became a hot dog vendor, and that didn't work, and it's just basically a tale of this guy's adult life where he's just an idiot, there's this bar with this stripper that he kind of, whatever, and then he just...
0: Synopsis, synopsis. Yeah, he's
1: just an idiot, and he goes Give me the life. cliff notes. He's an idiot, and he goes through life in New Orleans being an idiot, and his mother turns against him, and... All this stuff is happening. His girlfriend is like a communist or kind of. Are you trying of,
0: not to spoil it in case someone wants to read it?
1: No. One of the things I will find about these really rebel garden novels, a lot of them, is nothing really happens. Okay, so I'm, fi- like, I'm
0: finding that from yeah, this synopsis. Yeah, so there's not so a good. ton that happens. It's it a
1: 400-page book that is just like setting scenes for him being a moron and like more and more scenes. But there's not like a real.
0: So huge what do you feel like line. you took? What do you feel like you took away, and what do you feel like you're supposed to take away from
1: it? I think that it's really just uh, what you're supposed to take away is. I think you're supposed to laugh. It's beautiful writing. It's very funny. It's like the, the dialect and the way he talks and his vocabulary, it's insane that one person could put all this together through one man's story. And I think you're supposed to take away that there are just stupid people in the world who no matter what happens aren't going to be able to help themselves. I almost wonder through a modern lens if it's about mental illness because the writer John Kennedy Toole, very interesting story on how the book got published, but he was very mentally ill.
0: And what do you mean by that?
1: He uh, has, has suffered from anxiety and depression He was kind of a failed writer. So at first he had all these accolades and people were like, he taught at Columbia and they thought he was going to be this great writer and he couldn't get anything published. He had to move back home with his mother. And he was like, when you read about him, he was this gregorious guy who had all the faculty parties. He taught in New Orleans. Eventually he was like the funniest guy, but eventually he never really published anything. And he ended up killing himself because he thought he was a failed writer, amongst other reasons and a disappointment to his mother. And this book he had written, his mother found it after he died. And she's like, this is really funny and good, and kept trying to get it published. And everyone said no. Eventually, he took it to a writer and teacher at Loyola University in New Orleans who read in, like, this is incredible. And then for five more years, he fought to get it published, and they finally published the book. But he obviously suffered from mental illness, and he was obviously kind of this big, gregarious intellect
0: guy. So it's possibly a story of him saying... Do people see me through this lens? Kind of. Maybe. I think
1: that maybe this is the the negative view we've had of himself. Uh, and he used comedy as a shield, but this negative view he had of himself, and he's putting it on the page, potentially.
0: So with that be- so going back to what you said, with that being hates. how does that relate? Why do, you, why do you think that makes you aware of mental illness?
1: I just think that when you read it through a modern lens, when you know what happened to the writer, you can deduce that this person definitely suffered from mental illness. Some people even wonder if it was all, like, kind of a hallucination of his,
0: all this stuff that's happening to him. So, in the book?
1: In the book. So.
0: Oh, like, if you read the book. Right. Like, basically, I know this writing vocab. Can you trust this narrator? Right. Is this exactly. a trustworthy narrator? Is everything
1: he's saying really Actually happening it or through is his it? lens? His mother, even at the end, tries to get him admitted to a mental hospital, and he escapes with his ex-girlfriend, and you're just like, is she even real? She just shows up at the house. These people are chasing them. Is yeah. any of that real? Like what's yeah. going on? So you do definitely have that sense that maybe it's about that. And I haven't read enough about it to know. But it's a it's really funny and like the way he talks and the way he sets up this character is unlike anything I've read before. So one of my favorite nonfiction writers was a guy named Harrison Scott Key. He wrote a book I recently read. About his dream to write a book really hit a chord with me because it talked about me and it sounds like he went through a lot of the same things that hopefully one day. His book talked I, about you? It didn't talk about me. It spoke to me <laughs> in the sense that a lot of the things he went through kind of feel similar to what I think a lot of people as writers and what I feel sometimes. And he took him a long time to find success. And he talks about there are two or three books he found that like he read and he's like, I want to do this. Like, this is how I want to write. This is, like, how I want... So is that why you wanted to read? And he, this is one of his books he picked that he said that was like that, and that's why I wanted to read it. Okay. And I knew it was very famous, and I just felt like it would close a gap in my knowledge.
0: If you do not find success... Oh, boy. ...while you're alive, would you be really sad?
1: Yes. I'd be sad.
0: Is it something that's just, like... Out there in your mind?
1: It definitely exists in my mind. I mean, for really. No, no,
0: no. I mean, I meant out, out there in your mind of, uh like, I meant out there in your mind in the sense of, how do I, what word am I trying to use? Per, perpetually. Is it something that's. You're constantly thinking about. It. I don't know. Again, I can't. Think, I, I can't think, think, think of the word right now. I do think it right. starts with. I don't a think I'm a,
1: I'm an aware enough person to constantly think about it. Oh well, that's. So like, that's, hit, that's not. Right. That doesn't
0: mean that you're not it'll, thinking right. about it.
1: then. It'll, I feel like it'll just hit me in like moments where I'm like, whoa! What if this doesn't work out? What if I don't figure it out? What if it doesn't make you
0: feel?
1: Not. It's scared and not good. Frightened.
0: Okay. Maybe
1: I'm not talented enough. Maybe it will just never happen for me. I don't know. Oh
0: well, this is unfortunate. Yeah, this, it, this will definitely be another discussion. It another is. day. Yeah, but
1: I. Then um, you, you take stock of the good moments when you write something people like or when you do something people like, like this podcast, and you feel better. So it's when, you, when you're when you trying to create anything, it's a struggle. So you have to focus on the positive as much as the negative and realize it's not about other people's response. It's about you being happy with what you created.
0: Yeah, I think, well, I'm glad that you know that because yeah. there are so many stories. Yeah, I'm thinking about Emily Dickinson uh-huh. because that show is coming out, right. which I can't understand. I don't know if it's a show a movie. I don't know, yeah. Hayley Steinfeld. But it sounds like there's a lot of people that they don't find the success until their early age, or maybe they never have it on Earth. So I just don't yeah. want you to be, I don't want you to be chasing that. Right. And I don't think. But I do think it, sorry, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm kidding, but I but I wanted to say, I do think, though, that it is something that fulfills you. And I think that you're in a better mood, like you're able to interact with me in a better way when you have written something. Mm. So I wouldn't say it's not going to happen. So don't do it. Right. But at the same time, I would hate for. All the writing and work you're doing to be in pursuit of something that might not happen.
1: And it's interesting because David Foster Wallace is my favorite writer. I know if anyone out there is a big reader writer person, that makes me a hipster who just names the most famous one. But I especially like his literally
0: didn't know about the guy. Right. I I especially
1: like his nonfiction. And for him, he writes a lot about he obviously suffered from depression. He killed himself. But he talks a lot about how he thought he would never make it, he wasn't good enough. And then he finally did when he wrote Infinite Jest and he was the hottest writer in the country, profiled in Rolling Stone, best-selling all this stuff. And he felt worse because he realized that what he was striving for was just for other people to like him and he wasn't worried about the work himself, itself. And I think you have to, if you're gonna do anything creative, or if you're gonna do anything, it's about. I mean, I definitely think right. if you're gonna do anything, it's about the you process, it, right? Can, yeah, yeah.
0: You can't be doing anything for the pursuit of right. how other people are gonna respond, accept it. You exactly. have to be doing it purely for your joy of the pursuit, for right. your feeling of accomplishment. Right. You know, like nothing, because if you put all those stakes and stuff out there. It's never going to be what you're expecting me right. to do. It, every be time
1: that. I write a blog, when I put out this podcast, when I tweet, I'm like, if people like it, if it get like, like I had a tweet the other day that I didn't think it was that funny, got 800 likes and 55 retweets and got me like 10 new followers. And it was a response to a center tweet. I don't think it's that funny, but I'm sitting there saying that like, if that's your only goal, if that's what you're going to respond to, I check it all the time. I'm a person. I'm weak. But at the end of the day, that's not what I'm about. And if I believe in what I'm doing or anyone who's starting a blog or writing anything or making music or movies or whatever it is, you have to believe in what you're doing or it's never going to resonate with other people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing I was going to say about that book and the only two books I've read, neither which I finished, uh-huh. that remind me of this, are the or Candide uh-huh. this kind of Candide. Okay. I think Candide's by Voltaire. I don't, do you know
1: I'm it? not su- I know it exists, but I've never read it. I think
0: it's by Voltaire. Uh-huh. I'm gonna do a quick Google. um I' finish it. but it too was very sarcastic and had that element of um satirical humor. It is Candide by Voltaire. had that element of satirical humor. but at the same time, I don't know when i'm reading i just need this to be going somewhere mm-hmm. and so i didn't finish it and it also was very dense, so i had yeah. to look up every word so i didn't finish it yeah it was fine i don't know. read it everyone the other <laughs> one is the world <laughs> well, according to yeah. garp
1: uh and i read that because i, I, found I had it on my shelf <laughs> on your shelf and, and I, I didn't
0: know. and i didn't finish that john either.
1: irving i would never read anything of his and i'd heard so much about him that i did read it i haven't seen the movie yet and it's a good book but it's kind of similar in this sense, that... I think that I, I thought I was talking about this book.
0: Oh, sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Anyway, I just used if
1: books come up, I'm just used to it in. No, I'm sorry.
0: But but yeah, but you but yeah. but yeah, you're saying that it's, it's yeah, they sound yeah. very similar, similar in concept. Similar. So, similar book. I didn't finish that one either,
1: but yeah. Uh, similar. Yeah.
0: Book. So, would you recommend it?
1: Uh, I would, but again, you have to be someone who really likes to read and is okay with kind of nothing
0: happening. So, all right. Thank you. Thank you for the book review. Yeah. Um, we're gonna do some next. Uh, wildfire things. I'm going to first do... I'm just going to acknowledge SVU because uh-huh. I'm being mindful of time. And we watched this crazy episode yeah. Yeah. where... We're, we. I don't know how we missed this one, but it's possibly season 13. We I figured think it's out. season 13. It's called the negotiation. Her Negotiation or yeah, The Negotiation. The negotiation. It's a two-parter.
1: That's the first one. I didn't catch the name of the second one. but
0: Olivia is kidnapped. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Look I was so stressed. It's so sad. This man is. It, it makes you. It think almost it's the derailed legal system. our whole day
1: because I was like, if it goes into a third part, I have to sit here and watch it. Yeah. And
0: the other thing that happened that really grinds my gears is this guy kept getting off because they kept finding technical things in court, and they would be like, "Jury, strike that from the record." I'm just gonna throw it out there. If I was on a jury, I can't only hear what yeah. I heard. I'm this just saying. strike
1: nothing from the no,
0: record. No, no. I'd be. I go in that delivery room, and they'd be like. Oh, but we're not, we're not supposed to deliberate on that, though. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, Jen. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we still know yeah. about his past crimes.
1: Yeah, we heard we heard that he murdered four other people. So, yeah. how, about, how about
0: this, Martha? Hypothetically, if yeah. we had a guy <laughs> that we were sending to jail, possibly, yeah. who had done these past crimes, what would you do? Yeah. Anyway, so look it up. It was Watch another great it. one, and we'll yeah. go on that one. <laughs> Hot take. Wanted to do a, uh, I I wanna do a hot take and then we'll do um not your
1: not how I would say it.
0: Yeah. Do yeah. you have one?
1: Yeah, I actually do have okay. one. So.
0: And then we'll and then we'll wrap it up. But um okay. Here's my hot take for the moment. That whole mantra, live like there's no tomorrow,
1: uh-huh is bullshit. Okay. Elaborate, please.
0: <laughs> and here's why because if there was no tomorrow I definitely want to go to work. Yeah. I love my job. Right. I genuinely have joy in my yeah. job. But if there's no tomorrow why would I, none of it matters. If there's no tomorrow I want to clean the house. Right. If there's no tomorrow I want to do there's so many things that keep society running.
1: Yeah.
0: That I wouldn't do if it was a little tomorrow. So but I, I, I get the me- the mindset, the mentality is like don't take time for granted. Yeah. Da, da, da. So a hot take because this is a short one, but hot mm-hmm. take is like.
1: There's a tomorrow.
0: No, don't. It's like, it's like don't take a day for granted, but like, live like you might be here a couple months.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <So> you, <laughs> live, <laughs> if like there's some more time. <laughs> yeah. Maybe so you, six months. You give say, yourself yeah, a six months. Yeah, month give, month yeah. Month,
0: right? yeah. Give, your, give yourself. You, yeah, might, if you, there's you, no, you need a shower. Yeah. You need to clean the place up. Yeah. You got to get some yeah. things done. If
1: there's no tomorrow, I would just eat like until I died. I would literally just eat. Right. right. No, until seri- I died. seriously. I mean, yeah. I
0: like working out and I would probably still work out. But, like, hey, Taco Bell. If there was no tomorrow, it'd be, it'd be you would like, spend
1: time at the gym. I like where it brings me joy.
0: I want to be happy. I Your would. last
1: 24 hours, you'd spend an hour in yoga or whatever.
0: Well, there probably wouldn't be anyone running it because that's their job. Like, that's the, that's the madness of this thing. Well, it's like
1: that movie with Steve Carell where they have uh, yeah. two weeks and, like, people are, like, half the it's office half, showed up. And, it, right? yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Half and it's half and, it's and like, half. There's people. And, who and who his cleaning like, lady, like, comes and he's like, you don't have to come. And she's like, no. And it, whatever. So, there are some people who probably would come, but that's a whole other
0: thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and then you want to... Yeah.
1: And the last thing we'll do is not how I would say it, um, and we're going to do this quick because uh, this is matter. the one I have. So this is... Um, Kristen said this to me. So when I say sitting it's next... It's always
0: something I'm saying to you, Correct. by the
1: way. <laughs> that's true. That's the whole that's point of the, the whole thing segment. So when, so when I say sitting next to you is sucking the life <laughs> out of me, I really mean it.
0: So I like that you did this one. Because it um, all comes full circle. Because this was, we have taken another personality test just for fun. Yeah. And you were telling me about all the results of your family. And it was like, this person was, it, it was a spectrum, an extrovert and introvert. Uh-huh. And you were like, this person's this percent, this person's this percent. And you were what percent?
1: On int- uh, I was 60% extrovert or something.
0: Yeah. So then I took the test and it came back and I was 100% extrovert. Yeah. And so the thing that we were talking about afterwards is sometimes Zach and I will be sitting on the couch, Mm -hmm. not engaging, not talking, Mm -hmm. and he will be fine with that. Yeah. He's like, this is us spending time together. Right. Us just being in the vicinity of each other. Correct. And I will get upset because I'm like, this is not spending time with each other. Mm -hmm. Spending time with each other is us engaging, us talking. Again, my extrovert personality. Mm -hmm. So after this test, I was just like... Yeah, man. So when like we're just sitting on the couch, not doing anything, and you're not talking to me, and I'm like, I need you to give me more. You really are sucking the life out of me. Kristen Thompson, <laughs>
1: extrovert outside the airport.
0: After, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that was another. But yeah, yeah. I feel like that was another. Yeah, that, that that
1: one. That one was great.
0: Gosh, man. I don't know. When you isolate these things, it really makes me. Question: Why between this
1: and the weekend thing, it really does make you question whether you'd be happier living living your best life with me in Tucson all the time or something? It crosses my
0: mind. But anyway, um, but no, I don't mean that. I love you. Yeah, you light up. You light up my life. Okay. (laughs) Should we end it on a positive note? Yeah. Yeah. Do we have any? So. Thank you again. It's been really, really fun. So thank yeah. you for listening. Rate and review. Subscribe. Yeah. I don't know all yeah. the
1: stuff that will do says. rate uh, down, Subscribe, download, rate, review, listen. Unsubscribe, resubscribe, redownload, re-rate, re-review, re-listen. We have eight five-stars on iTunes right now. Don't, I challenge don't make it four. I challenge I see it differently. Nation to make it nine. Let's, Let's go, go, baby. Let's
0: do it, Let's Let's do it. I think really go really Nine five go. stars. Uh follow Zach at
1: I at the SAC Artist Seventy Six. I see it differently on Facebook. You can search.
0: Thank you, T Beats, for producing and as for as the always, music.
1: Royalty checks coming.
0: All right. Bye. See you in a couple Bye. weeks.